Hey guys, welcome to episode 30 of the Tea in Tokyo podcast. My name's Somia. And I'm Ellie. And what do we talk about this episode? So, this episode we visited Odawara Castle, which was on our way to Hakone, which is famous for its onsen and some tourist spots. Yeah, that's right. All of that coming up right now. Alright cool, so this is pretty exciting. This was our second overnight trip outside of Tokyo. A couple of months ago we went to Nagano and this time we went to Hakone. If you're outside of Japan you probably don't know a whole lot about Hakone. But for people living in Tokyo, Hakone is a super popular weekend getaway uh, because it's only one and a half or two hours away. It's like a wee onsen town, so it's super popular for people to travel to, to be surrounded by nature and to enjoy some like beautiful outdoor onsen. We took the Shohen Shinjuku uh, train from Yokohama down to, uh, first we went to Odawara. So Odawara isn't quite in Hakone, but it's almost, it's like, you know, like a 50 minute bus ride. It's still within the, so Hakone is in the Kanagawa prefecture and so is Odawara. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We wanted to go to Odawara because of Odawara Castle. Uh, Odawara Castle is the closest castle to Tokyo. Um, It's this really nice white it was like eight stories tall, right? Or I feel something? like it wasn't eight stories. Okay, maybe it was like five. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like we had heard about it quite a bit, um, that there was this cool castle that was not that far. And we were going to make like a day trip out of it, but we thought, hey, you know, if we're going to pass it anyway, we might as well get off here. In this podcast, I decided that, you know, we should deep dive a little bit more into these places that we go. Uh, mostly because I've been listening to um, a podcast about like The Office. It's called Office Ladies about the TV show The Office, and they always have like these facts in every episode about each ep- uh, of in each podcast about each episode. And I was like, you know what? We should have like more facts as well. So we did a lot of research this time. Yeah, and by a lot, like fifteen minutes before <laughs> we press record. But that's all you need. So Odawara Castle was built all the way back in fourteen forty seven. Uh, so it's like two hundred years. Or maybe like a hundred years older than the one that we went to in Matsumoto. It apparently, like when I was doing my research, it said that it had been destroyed three times, like rebuilt three times. But then, you know, when I dove a little bit deeper in, I couldn't figure out why it got rebuilt the first two times. So the third time though, in 1706, it was destroyed because of the earthquake. Um, I'm going to rebuild it. the earlier ones, I feel like every castle in Japan has been destroyed from like fires because of sieges. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to make a guess that this one was destroyed for the same reason. Uh, I, I wouldn't doubt that, actually. Odawara Castle is where they actually, um, the rulers of, like, modern-day Tokyo... The Edo era. Uh, ...lived. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I think it was way before the Edo era, actually. Okay. Uh, I could be wrong about that, actually. I have no so idea. It used, but it did used to be, like, the sort of, like, instead of Tokyo being the central, Tokyo used to just be a port. And, like, Kanagawa, Yokohama, Odawara was, like, the main area, right? Yeah, Tokyo wasn't, like... Yeah, Tokyo wasn't shit before, like, a hundred <laughs> years ago. And also, it was actually deconstructed in 19... Oh, sorry, 1870 for some reason. It wasn't even a fire or anything. They just decided, hey, you know, let's just deconstruct this thing. Um, so the castle that we went into was technically built in 1960, but it was built based on, like, the diagrams and models of what it used to be hundreds of years ago. But you could still, like... It looked really cool from the outside. So Adawara Castle was, like, fully white on the outside with black roofs. So it looks very, like, aesthetic, very nice, and very old school. But on the inside, it's, like, super modern. So it's set up more like a museum. And if I had to choose between the style they have for the modern Odawara versus, like, the actual old school Matsumoto, I would totally go for Matsumoto Castle. 
Yeah, for sure, yeah. Matsumoto still had the original architecture, like the super, um, like, steep stairs and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, the floors looked all, you know, ancient. Whereas this one, yeah. It, it's, like, when you're inside, Yeah, when you're inside, you don't know you're in a castle. You, you might as well just be in, in like, an office building. Mm. Um, and it's set up like a museum where each floor has, like... I don't know, stuff from the original castle, like yeah. pottery and stuff, and, like, you know, information tablets around it, so... Yeah, like, archaeological stuff, like, things yeah. that they had found around that area. One thing that they had that's really cool is they have the Ninja Museum and the Samurai Museum in there, which is, like, it's not, like, they, they call it the Ninja Museum and the Samurai Museum. It's, like, you know, half a floor each. Yeah, I didn't even realise um, that that was a special thing. When yeah, you said yeah. that right just then, I was like... Eh? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, but it was kind of cool to see, like, uh, the, you know, the samurai swords. Or maybe they're ninja swords. What is the difference between a samurai and a ninja? I don't know. I didn't even realize we were looking at ninjas. Yeah, there, I thought it was uh, definitely... Because they had the full-on, um, like, armor from yeah. a samurai, which was cool. True, yeah, that's definitely a samurai. Oh, we did see some, like, shurikens, so maybe that's the ninja one. Yeah, but that was in the gift shop, right? Oh, <laughs> was it? <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, never mind. But yeah, like, the, the artifacts that they had inside were definitely pretty cool. But yeah, I definitely prefer the like the ancient look. But but you know what? When it's being rebuilt in 1960, like what the hell are you gonna do? Yeah, you know? I think it's one of those things where it was definitely like a cool place to visit. I wouldn't make a whole trip out of it. Like I'm glad we did it on the way to somewhere else. Yeah, it sh- definitely. I'm glad we didn't just go all the way there just for that castle. Yeah, because like for example, again, the only other castle we've been to is Matsumoto, so it's our only like thing we can Reference, compare it to. Yeah. Reference, good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would recommend, I reckon you could totally do a trip for Matsumoto Castle, but I wouldn't do a trip for Odawara. Yeah, yeah. There was also um, a wee sad, like, outside, it's fully, like, graveled around it, and there's, like, this really sad kind of small monkey cage with, like, a bunch of monkeys in there. Yeah, it was slightly less um, depressing than I originally thought, because, I, I, like, from a fire, it looked like there was one monkey on, like, a rock. Yeah, they do have a wee jungle gym yeah. for them to play on, but it was still a very small enclosure yeah. for a pretty big amount of monkeys. It yeah, out. for sure. Yeah, I, I said, like, if, if the zombie apocalypse ever happens, like, I want to go there and just free all the monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, their fur was really nice, though. They had some, like, nice, like, shiny, like, super fluffy fur. Yeah, they were those snow monkeys that you always hear about. So they were... It was also sad because it was, like, monkeys that you normally see pictures of them, like, chilling in hot springs surrounded mm. by snow, and they were just in, like a rock in a cage in the middle of summer. Yeah, that's so a, kind of a sad like, look. And yeah. also, like, you know, what are they... Are they really adding much? Yeah, I don't there? think... Like, that, maybe it was to show, hey, these used to be here naturally. Yeah, So maybe. we've caught a bunch of them and shoved them into a cage. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was sad, but the, apart from that, the view of the outside of the castle was really cool. Yeah. Another thing that they had in terms of wildlife is they had a lot of spiders outside. Oh my God, it like was terrifying. Like massive, like massive, massive webs like these golden like spiders and once we noticed them we kept on noticing more and we were <laughs> yeah. like we were leave luckily it was as we were leaving and we were like hey man look at that one. Oh, another one. Oh, another one. Oh my god let's get out of here because they were really fast as well yeah they were super fast that was weird um yeah. anyway so that was basically all there was in odawara so we... it was like a 10 minute walk from the train station super easy really close signs yeah. everywhere so we made our way to uh, our actual destination in Hokone. Unfortunately, there wasn't really a train that goes to the place that we wanted to go. So we had to take a bus. It was a 15-minute bus ride. So we were staying in an area called Sengokura, which mm. you have to catch the bus for. There is other places in Hokone that you can catch the train to. But yeah. we chose a slightly further away onsen area. That first day, we didn't really 
get up to a whole lot because we got there kind of late but we did have our first like onsen Mm. Uh, experience well not really I've originally like the first thing that we went to was a jacuzzi it was basically a jacuzzi. well that yeah but it was called yeah. there like so this was the private onsen that you could book it was outdoors but yeah it was a jacuzzi <laughs> yeah like the first so as a first experience I was a little bit disappointed just based on what I had in my head uh, I get I, I pictured like being outside um, in the snow like in a like, rock pool or yeah something. rock pool like you know natural hot spring like there's a volcano nearby or something <laughs> like that and instead we were just in a it was just in a jacuzzi and it smelled like chlorine so it wasn't like the sulfur smell you expect from like a natural hot spring yeah but it was still kind of weird because it was like i feel like every other time we've been in like a hot tub you're wearing your swimsuit so it was still weird that because you still do the thing where they have the separate area beforehand where you have to like wash before you get in yeah true and it was outdoors so it was kind of nice yeah like it was we booked it for we booked it for an hour but there was no one who had booked it after us so the Mm. guy was kind of like you know no pressure to leave immediately but their clock was totally fast that's the other thing i noticed (laughs) because on my phone we'd only been there for like 40 minutes and the time was like 20 minutes behind yeah so i reckon they must like speed up the clock like and change reset it for yeah, each one maybe. which was a little bit like hmm, <laughs> maybe it's so they have time in between to like clean yeah i think we paid like four and a half thousand yen each not each it, right? i think it was together oh it's together oh, okay, i so. don't know maybe it was each yeah japan does like to charge things so you know how in most countries if you go to a hotel you pay for the room and then you can have two people in it and it's the same price in japan you pay per person for everything so it might have been four thousand each mm. i'm not sure i can't remember now um i actually also went to a more proper onsen um Mm. because uh, onsens i guess are meant to really just be public baths right yeah that's what they traditionally were now i did this the next day but screw i'll just talk about it now so yeah so i decided to go to this onsen so ellie didn't want to go to the onsen i was no i wanted to so it's like in our hotel there was the public bath that we had paid a 300 yen bath tax for it so i probably should have because we'd paid for it but like I don't know, I'm just, like, I'm too self-conscious of the idea of, like, me being this, like, chubby white girl showing up with all these beautiful, like, thin Japanese ladies. You know, I don't know, I just had this, like, imagery in my mind of, like, of how uncomfortable I'll feel in that moment. So I need to do it so that I can realise that that's not how it works. Yeah, it was basically, like, me thinking that, you know, it was going to be outside in a volcanic area with snow, like... Mm. that's not how it really is you know? yeah <laughs> like, yeah you've got these expectations about something and i need to just like you know bite the bullet and do it yeah but you went you did it yeah i went um i decided to go at night time so i went at 11 o'clock at night because i was like you know less chance of people being there it was really different from what i was expecting like i walked in so from what i've heard is like you know there's the area where you change and then there's like a shower where you know you have to wash yourself before you go into the onsen and then you go into the onsen mm. but instead like i walked in and essentially it just looked like you're walking into someone's bathroom mm. so like you know there was a sink there like we wash your hands and then there was like um a lot like kind of like these open lockers and i and i was just wondering like man is this it like is this the room and i couldn't see where the showers were so i was thinking like oh my god what like what do i do like do i just get naked here but what if like this isn't where you're meant to get naked <laughs> and i'm just like dude who's like naked in like the hallway or something like <laughs> So I didn't really know, like, I didn't know what to do. So I had a little peek inside. I just see what, it, like, what was in, you know, in the other room. And, well, it was the actual onsen and there was, like, a person in there. So I was like, okay, well, those people are naked in there. So I'm pretty sure I have to be naked before that. So, yeah, I took my clothes off um, in this bathroom thing. And then I was like, all right, screw it. 
you can't be embarrassed you can't like let, let's just do this you know <laughs> so then i took my clothes off and then uh, as i was walking in this one guy was walking out so you know gave him the wee head nod <laughs> and then i walked in and there was still one guy in there who was just like he, had, he must have walked in like two minutes earlier because he was having like a shower to get in. Mm. So then I had to have mine and... Oh, but that's good because you could copy him. You saw where to do it and what to do. Yeah, so the shower, like, it's not what I was picturing at all where like, you know, there's a separate shower room and then the onsen is in a separate room. The, the shower is right next to the onsen. Mm. You know, like the water from the shower is basically going into the onsen. And it's not, like, the, the shower head isn't super high up, so you can't, like, stand yeah, in a shower. Yeah, you need to sit. They've got the little chairs for you yeah, to exactly. sit on. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's, like, a sitting thing. So you get your seat out, you have a sit, sit down. And they've got these, like, buckets that you put water in, and then you can, like, you know, chuck that water over your head. Um, and it's not just, like, it's not just water. For some reason, I was just picturing just a water shower. But, you know, they actually have all the shampoo and the and the body wash mm. and everything. Like, it's a proper, you know. It's because the whole point is you're meant to get clean before you get into the shared bath. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, but now by by this time I've like I'm not nervous at all or anything. You know, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, naked. naked Did you have uh, the adrenaline from being all naked? So you're like, yeah, yeah, I, think I can so. do this. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, like the, the 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 other guy got into the onsen, then I got into the onsen after. And by the way, so this is not a big onsen at all. This is essentially like two jacuzzis joined <laughs> together, except in like a square. Mm. Um, so he was on one side, I'm on the other side. And then I'm just chilling. I just he like has his towel on his face, and I was like, okay, well. So I just, I just closed my eyes, and basically, basically, I just turned it into like a meditating session because I was like, you know, I haven't meditated in like two weeks, so mm. this is gonna be my meditating session. And uh, that guy only lasted ten minutes. He was in there for ten minutes, and he left. And when my friends have talked about this in the past, they've always talked about how like they're in the onsen for at max like 30, 40 minutes. Which, like for me, whenever I get into a swimming pool, I always want to stay in there for like three yeah. hours. So I always thought that was a bit weird. I was like, oh man, you know, like, especially if you're paying money for it, you should be in there for like two hours. Hell yeah. It would be so relaxing. Man, it is so hot. Like you cannot survive there for two hours. <laughs> I so. think some onsens like have three levels. So right. they have like different temperatures for that reason. Oh yeah, true. But mate, but this one obviously was just like a free public one. Yeah. So once that guy left, I was literally just alone. Like by mm. now it's probably like 1130 or something. And yeah, I was just in there. And yeah, I mean, it's super relaxing. It's, it's, it's always nice just being in like a super warm bath. And, and by that point, if there's no one else there, then it's pretty much just a bath. You know, you're just in there. So I chilled for a little bit and then I was like, all right, gotta go. And you definitely, like, you feel really good. Uh, it, it does have this, like, uh, I guess, like, an almost, like, liberating kind of feeling to it. Because mm. you're like, hey, yeah, I'm just naked in public. You know, why, why, why isn't people, why aren't people naked all the time? Like, why isn't people naked? <laughs> yeah, why isn't, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why isn't this a thing? And then, yeah, then I was, like, outside, like, getting changed again. And they have, like, all these creams and stuff that you're meant to put on. So I was like, all right, you know, get the whole experience going. But it's just, like, weird just, like, lathering yourself in cream <laughs> when you're completely naked in a public thing. There's something about that there. I don't know. It just felt a bit off. <laughs> like, putting cream all over myself. Yeah. Felt like I was, like, a beginning, a very, like, private night. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> like, I had to, like, light a candle or something. Yeah. Um... But yeah, and then that was the end, and then I, um, oh yeah, and I felt so good that, uh, so another thing that we haven't talked about is that at these hotels, this is our first time wearing a, um, Kukata. Yukata. Yukata. Kukata. Yeah, Yukata, <laughs> right? Yukata is like a traditional Japanese robe that you wear at onsens. Mm. So, um, I had the robe on. Oh yeah, so when we arrived at the hotel, they give you, you like, take one. Yeah. You have to take one. Which I was kind of annoyed about, because the girl Yukatas were so colourful, and the guy Yukatas were so plain and blind. Yeah, it was kind of funny. And I was like, what the hell, this is like reverse sexism. I'm finally feeling what girls are about. <laughs> you know? 
Um, so yeah, I wore the I wore the yukata on the way there, and like, but I had like um, my shorts on underneath. But then on the way back, I was like, you know what? I'm feeling super free Ooh. right now. So what you went commando underneath? Yeah, I went totally commando. Nice. And um, yeah, that that was my first experience. It was definitely. I, yeah, I guess you had, like, painted this big picture in your head. Mm. And by you, I mean me, of, like, what it is, you know? And it's, like, it's so much more normal than that. And it's yeah. also so much less grand than that as well, you know? I feel it, like, for yeah. me, there's also, like, I have this concern as, like, in a hygiene thing. Mm. I don't like the idea of, like, sitting on that same stool to wash myself after someone else has sat naked on the same stool, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like, for me, that's, like, like that's also one of the things that I'm kind of, like, anxious about because, like, it just seems a little bit, like, potentially... I mean, they're washing themselves, so if they have any, like, I don't know, STDs or something, it's probably going to get washed away. But I'm still, like, I don't know, you're putting, like, your genitals up on the same seat as someone else just put their genitals. Yeah, but you don't have to sit on the seat. You can always just squat. Yeah, I think I'd probably, like, yeah, do yeah. a squat if I was going to be... Yeah, so I guess that's probably my, like, Western mindset as well. Like, I, I know that it's kind of like... I don't know, it's almost, like, judgmental for me to feel that way, but I can't help it. That's yeah. how we were raised. But, like, ah, so we haven't actually mentioned yet. We've jumped straight into talking about the onsen, but the name of the place we're staying at was called Hakone Fuga. Ah, uh, yeah, Fuga. I don't know what Fuga stands for, actually. <laughs> I think it's just the name of the place. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, like we said earlier, it's in Sengokura, so you have to take a bus there. And then the actual place is a very short walk from the bus stop. Yeah. Um, so and the staff there are super, super nice. It was. A, it's a nice place. Like, it was the most affordable one we could afford that had private onsen. Yeah. But it was still, like, we were like, man, we are not fancy enough for this place when we got there. Yeah, because the meals are super expensive. So it's 9,000 yen for dinner per person. Mm. And, and it's, like, pretty expensive for breakfast, it's too. It's, like, 2,200 for breakfast. Um, so we literally had fa- um, family mart for breakfast, and then we went out for dinner. Yeah, like, we asked when we got there. They were like, do you want dinner? And we were like, oh, no, nah, we'll probably go out. And they gave us a recommendation of the nearest place, which was, like, a 10, 15-minute walk from there. Yeah. So... We walked there. It's oh, I can't remember what it was called. It started with G, but they had on one side of the road they had like a soba noodle chain, and on the other side of the road they had like the other version of the same hotel, same yeah. restaurant. So we got we went to like the other side, and I got like a really nice like set m- meal with like it was like rice and a bunch of like local. It looked like seasonal vegetables. It had like a broth. It had this like gross pudding that we thought was a dessert, but it was really salty. So yeah, that was really weird. And then it also had this really nice clear broth that you like put into vegetables and you eat it. And yeah, that was delicious. Mm. Yeah, you got a lot like for the you know it was definitely worth the money. Like, oh, you yeah. got a lot with it, and it, it was, was only way like, cheaper than the so. yeah, it was way cheaper than the alternative. Yeah. Except I ordered um, what I thought was going to be just like a normal sake, and it came in like a shot glass. Yeah, and then it was like sitting in like. It had, like, a wooden square box that it was sitting in that we thought it was filled with water. So I just ate the liquid from the... Ate. I drank the liquid from the shot glass, which it was okay. It was just, like, alcohol tasting. It was a big-ass shot glass, though. So, like, you know, you had to, like, you know, drink it over time. Yeah, I couldn't just do it in one shot. But apparently one of our friends saw our, like, story on Instagram being like, oops, ordered a shot. Turns out that all the liquid in the little box was also sake so i only drank half my drink i don't yeah, know how that you was meant just to drink like it. a that was just an aesthetic design choice by them which would be so annoying so you mean <laughs> to pick up this whole wooden box and just like drink from the box yeah i guess like. so yeah maybe and then i i had sake as well 
And man, the thing is, I do not like sake, you know? I need to, like, I'm just not going to eat sake anymore, unless it's, like, a tasting kind of thing. I kind of like it, though. I liked the way you had yours, because you got, like, a warm sake. Yeah. And I feel like that's, like, a whole different thing from, like, another type of alcohol. That's true, but, the, like, the way that I drank it that made it not that bad was they give you, like, these tiny cups, you know, and you pour, like, basically a shot, and you have that. And the only reason it was good is because I, you know, downed that shot so quickly. It didn't, didn't even taste I feel it. like that's what you're meant to do, because, like, you're using it to warm yourself up, right? Like, I yeah. feel like that'd be good on, like, a really cold day. True. Maybe if we're outside and it's cold, uh, I'll have that. But for mm. the most part, like, you know, 20% alcohol is just too much to, for something to taste good, you know? Mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, if I'm going to have alcohol, I might as well just have beer or something instead. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, so that was the re- nice restaurant we went to. Oh, by the way, another really cool reason why this, um, why the hotel was really nice is because they have cats everywhere, um, even to the point where they, like, leave out cat food. We say cats um, everywhere. On the way to the restaurant, we saw a cat, and we were like, oh, kitty cat, and we tried to get it to come over, but it wouldn't come over. And then on the way back, we saw, like, in the same area near our hotel, there was, like, three cats. Yeah, and then there were two kittens as well down the road. There was, like, there, like this is a cat neighborhood. Yeah. And um, the staff seemed to be very friendly with this cat and like... Yeah, there was like a tiny little food bowl that they had out the front door and there was a cat there when we arrived and we were trying to give it love and then the staff member came out and we were like, oh crap, he's going to shoo the cat away. But he waited for us to leave and then he called the cat over. And yeah. we were like, okay, you know, we like this place. All right, let's stop going into the tiny details of this trip. Yeah, let's start sorry. going into bigger. So, <laughs> Ellie and I, we were both responsible for our own little bit of research today. So I've already given you the Odawara research, all right? But now it's time for the main course of what we did. The next day, we went to the famous shrine in Hokone. So if you look up pictures of Hokone right now, you will 100% see a red torigate on the lake. Lake Ashi. Uh, on Lake Ashi. And, you know, people take photos there. It's super famous. You'll see it. Mm. Um, so basically, that's like the first thing that we decided. And it was like a 40-minute bus ride from our hotel. Yeah. So um, this place is called Hokone Ginger Shrine, okay? Uh, and this is, this is the shrine that's right next to that Tori Gate. So, like, we didn't even really know that there was a shrine there, by the way. Uh, we were just there for the Tori Gate. Mm. Um, so I guess we'll talk about the Tori Gate first. This thing is super famous. There's a line of people waiting to take a photo there. So mm. we had to wait. We didn't have to wait that long, like maybe 20 minutes. The line wasn't that big, right? but they had, like like the ropes to organize the line which shows yeah. you that the line can get to be really long because yeah, there was like yeah. a long ropeway for sure i don't know if it was because of the season or maybe it was because of coronavirus or something but there weren't that many people but yeah mm. uh, you could wait up to like an hour like easily yeah and everyone's super friendly where you kind of you know you just ask the person behind you to take like can you please take my photo and that's what we did that's you know, what everyone did everyone in the line around us was japanese but they also like at least on either side of us they spoke english because the ones in front of us asked us if we could take their photo and like really ones, good english as well yeah, yeah and the ones behind us were like the same thing and they made comments on the photos they're like mm. oh you might need to do some editing in photoshop afterwards and i was yeah. like man your english is good well yeah i mean th- those were like younger japanese people mm. and if you're younger and you're like kind of traveling around you probably yeah true you're probably more likely to be like that uh the tori gate was the reason we were there we took some nice photos although our cameras are so shit wait like, for description the yeah. tori gate has like uh rock wharf that goes out oh, yeah, into yeah, the yeah. water and then the gate is in the lake so you stand in front of the gate on the wee like wharf yeah and you know there's the lake behind you so it's very aesthetic yeah right? that's right and the water's like kind of like coming onto the wharf like it's pretty yeah. low down and uh everyone seems to take two photos one like kind of close by up like these little stairs on the way to the wharf 
Um, and then, like, on the wharf itself, like, down below. Yeah, and you try to do it quick. So you'll be like, okay, go, go, go. Take the close by photo, run yeah, to yeah. the back, go, go. And then run up, switch, take photos for the other person. Yeah, that's funny. I think that's the first place I've kind of been where there's a line formed, yeah. you know, just for people to take photos. But do you know what was crap about this? What? Was that out on the lake you could rent swan boats for, oh, it was yeah. like 1,500 yen for 30 minutes or something. Yeah. In like half the people's photos, our included, there's some like person in the swan boat comes right up behind you in the like gate, probably getting their own great photos of the gate. But it's like, come on, bro, you're ruining everyone else's photo. So yeah, I think that's why everyone was talking about Photoshop. Like you have to Photoshop yeah. that out. <laughs> yeah, because like there's always in like most people's photos, there's going to be at least one person in the stupid swan boat ruining the picture. By the way, this tori is called the Shrine Peace Tori, or the Red Gate of Peace. Uh, but in Japanese, it's called Haiwa no Tori. Nice. When you go up, like, these long, long steps, like, through... It's, it's in a bit of, like, a forested area, by the way. Mm. There's a, a mountain, like, it, it's on the edge of a mountain called mm. Mount um, Hokone. So you climb up these stairs, and then you go, get to the shrine. Now, when we climbed up that, uh, up those stairs and we got to that shrine, we, had, we hadn't really done our research, so we had no idea what that shrine was. And we didn't yeah. realize it was, like, a famous shrine or important shrine or anything. So we had a quick look, and then we were like, all right, sweet. Let's, like, there was a really big line to get into the shrine as well. True. And we were there, like, yeah. we couldn't be bothered to wait in that yeah, line, having yeah. already waited in the other line. The line was to get to the front so you could, You right? know, so you could do the thing where you clap and you bow. And yeah, it's like, we're not yeah. religious. We're yeah, not exactly. We're like, you know, we're just taking up people's time by being there. So mm-hmm. we kind of left. It wasn't until later that I did research on this. And it shows that it's actually a really well-known, famous shrine. Well, it we was, did buy two charms there. So we, yeah, just, yeah, we got two charms from the famous shrine. So the, the shrine was built all the way back in 757. Oh, wow. Um, but it wasn't originally there. So it was actually originally on top of Mount Hakone. And they only moved it in 1667 down to, down to where it is now. Um, and it was famous because of this guy named Yori Tomo Minamoto, who was the first shogun of the Kamakura period. So mm. this is back in like the 12th century. And a shogun is basically the guy who is the uh, commander of a military, mm-hmm. and the empire e- emperor like appoints him. Um, but he's so like powerful, and he basically makes all the decisions of the emperor. Mm. Um, he's essentially like the ruler, you know, because the emperor doesn't really do a whole lot. The shogun kind of controls everything. Yeah, yeah. He kind of made this place famous because he went there and he would pray for victory and war. And because he was doing it, uh, other people started coming. And now it's become uh, over the you know over the last like thousand years, uh, it's been a place that's frequently visited by other like military leaders, oh, or cool. like samurai. Samurai go there a lot as well um, to pray, and also travelers. A lot of travelers go there to um, to pray for like safe for a safe trip or like a safe mm. passage through that area. And yeah, and it's right next to um, Lake Ashi, which is also called Ashinoko Lake, uh, and that's where we headed off to next to sort of cross the lake because we wanted to get to yeah. the other side. So we were looking for lunch at this point and there was a really big, like a big square building. It was like the, I can't remember the name, but it was something about bakery. It had bakery in the name and it was like three stories and man, it was busy. So we tried to go up to like the top floor where there's seating, but they had no seats. And so we ended up just getting some food downstairs at the bakery mm. and they had some cool like seats looking at the lake where you could put your feet in water in front of you. So you took your shoes off and they had like a little rivery bit running. Yeah. It was like warm water. Yeah. So, like, on a cold day, it would be really nice. It wasn't that cold, but yeah. it was still pretty good. But so we went there while we waited because we bought tickets for a replica pirate ship. Yeah, they've got these three pirate ships on Lake Ashy that they've had since the 1950s, apparently. I don't know why. Like, why do they decide pirate ships, I wonder? 
I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not sure. Was there like a pirate that used to raid the shores of like Aishi? I don't know. No, like I mean, pirates on a lake is pretty like you know that's yeah. not something at all. Surely someone would find them. Really, quickly. I feel like in the 1950s there must have been something that made pirates like famous in Japan or something, mm. and they were like, hey, let's capital- capitalize on this. Yeah. yeah. Let's put a couple of pirate ships on. So Yeah, maybe it was a replica of an actual pirate ship that used to be at sea. I don't know. Yeah. But we paid, how much was that? It was like 1,000 yen or something. That's like, um, what is it, like 10, 11 bucks? Like yeah. just for transport, which is all good. Especially with the amount of time we saved. If we went around on a bus, it would have been like, like an hour. Yeah, yeah. it would have taken an hour. So we took the pirate ship across to um, the next place where we were going so we were going to awakadani which is where uh, this was ali's research now yeah i didn't do as much research as somia i'm gonna prepare you right now. <laughs> ali's literally looking at her phone doing more research <laughs> hey you're speak. looking at your laptop i'm not doing research at my got, notes though yeah i've got my notes here oh your my notes, notes is wikipedia, wikipedia is it <laughs> and, uh... and japan travel so we had to catch the hakone ropeway so we went to awakadani station so, Awakadani is 1,000 meters up. Uh, it was created 3,000 <laughs> years ago when Mount Hakone erupted, which is also when Lake Ashi was um, created. Oh, okay. So, it's like a, it's basically, it's an active volcanic area. So, it's like a popular place to visit because you can see all the cool looking like steam yeah. and sulfuric acid everywhere. Um, so, we took the ropeway up. It took like 30 minutes. Which was pretty fun, you know. You get a really cool view of all the places, and I can't help like by roadway. By the way, we're meaning like a gondola. Yeah. And um, I can't help but just think every single time I'm on one of those that it's just gonna snap. Yeah. And we're just gonna fall to our death. You know, it's like, you know, you shouldn't be that high up on a bunch of on, on just a rope. Do you know my thoughts yeah. weren't that it would snap? My thoughts were that it would stop. And we'd have to figure out how the hell are we supposed to get down from this like rope that's like up in the air. Yeah, you kept saying like, "Oh, do you think we'd be able to jump reckon, on the trees?" I, I was like, "No, we jump on the no, tree. we wouldn't." <laughs> I didn't keep saying it. Like, you said what? it like honestly six times. Probably. I said it like twice. No way. Anyways, so we took the right way up to like the main stop at Wakadani Station, um, and then you walk out, and it's very cool. There's like steam everywhere, and the thing that this area is like famous for is these like black eggs well there's like volcanic steam coming from the ground right and you, and we could like we could see it the way up and it smells like absolute shit though yeah it's like sulfuric acid so yeah. it smells like rotten eggs yeah but um it's famous for kudo tamago which are black eggs mm. so they literally like dip these eggs and cook them in the actual like natural hot springs that occur is sulfur and sulfuric acid the same thing i don't know <laughs> some yet <laughs> It smells like egg. Yeah. That's what you need to know. <laughs> okay. So we got there and it was pretty busy. Like this was like, I think one of the busier parts. Which is weird because a gondola wasn't that busy and it was like, oh, then again, actually, no, wait, don't worry. I just answered my own question. People were driving up. And also so there was a constant expensive. stream of the gondolas. Yeah. So right. it didn't have to get busy. Yeah. You know what? I don't understand. Yeah. Somebody tell me this. How, how can the gondola go like kind of quick, like on the way up? And then when it gets to like the place where you get off, it slows, it, it stops. You know, but it's like, it's always on the same rope. Like, how does that rope change speeds if it's the same rope? You know, how, how can it stop on one end and be moving on the other end? Unless it changes rope, but it looks like it's on the I same rope. I feel like when it gets there, something like, so it's on the rope and it's got like a little platform at the top of it, which is then like picked up by something else that moves it along. Oh, okay. But I don't know. Who knows? That's pure speculation. <laughs> Anyways, the eggs. So do you eat the egg and you add seven years to your life. Yeah, and we ate two and a half each. Yeah, so... so... We'll let you know when we die if we live for an extra 14 uh, years. 
thought you were going to say, we'll let you know after we've done the math on how long that is. <laughs> no, because we don't how long we're going to live. No, because two and a half, like times seven. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, the eggs. The eggs were just normal eggs. They were chicken eggs, but they were black. Yeah, so they're black on the outside. The inside yeah. is normal. Um, you have to buy five, which was kind of annoying, because, like, who wants five eggs? Yeah. So we bought five between us. We saw, like, a group of girls of five girls, and they'd bought so many eggs. Uh-huh. I was like, there's the perfect number of you to just spend 500 yen and get one each. People love their eggs uh, in Japan, though. You, you know what's weird, right? The other day, I was listening to a podcast. It was Armchair Expert, mm-hmm. and, the, and he had David Farrier on. And um, he was talking about how, because um, he had, uh, Dax Shepard had lived in New Zealand for three months when he was filming without a paddle. And he was talking about how, man, Kiwis love their eggs. You guys put eggs on everything. And I was like, what, do we? And he was like, yeah, you have this, put an egg on top. I got that, put an egg on top. And I was like, man, I, I, is that a thing? Because I feel like Japanese people love eggs, but like, people maybe have that. we just both love them equally. Yeah, but I've never really noticed New Zealand having eggs on everything. But Although we haven't we been do. to America, so maybe in America they have no egg sandwiches. True, no maybe they salads. don't. Yeah. What else you got, Ellie? What else I've got? Apparently on a clear day from the ropeway you can see Mount Fuji. But I don't believe that because if there's constantly like the clouds of sulfur, like are you ever going to be able to see Mount Fuji? Yeah, yeah. But supposedly, supposedly you can. We did not. Um, uh, but the the view from up there, by the way, is like, well, the actual view of the scenery is good, but like the actual area isn't great for photos and stuff just because, well, first of all, you can't see shit because of all this smoke, mm. um, all the steam. But um, even when you can, it's very industrial, right? Yeah. yeah the, um, I'm pretty sure they're, like, they use the steam to produce energy. So that, so it basically looks like a big ass factory. They have workers, you know, walking and, around. And like the area is all dead around it because obviously there's not enough like oxygen and stuff. Yeah, it was so nice. So yeah. it used to be called Great Hell, but in 1873 the emperor visited it, and for some reason they changed it to Owokidani. I don't know why. It doesn't actually Great say. Great Hell. Great Hell makes sense though. Great Hell sounds way cooler. Yeah, like it looks like you know you're about to walk into the depths of hell. Um, but yeah, so that's basically. Apparently, I found later on there's like a nice short hike. Like, if you walk all the way past everything, like past the restaurants, there's like a small trail that you can take to do a walk around the area. But we didn't know this at the time. So we just kind of explored and, you know, ate our eggs. <laughs> yeah, we basically ate our eggs. <laughs> we literally went like... there, we ate eggs and we left. <laughs> <laughs> they, give you, they give you like a nice little salt packet though. So we had a little bit of salt. Yeah, salt and yeah, eggs. Yeah, it was good. But yeah, it was like, it was still a cool experience. It's cool to go to like a... a That's proven that area. all you need is eggs, you know? <laughs> If, if, like, if, if nothing else, if you sell eggs, people are going to be happy. I don't know, man. Not if you're a vegan, but... Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that was that day. Like, that, that was the day that we basically did all our stuff. By the way, we were only there for one day. Like, well, one we were night, there so. for two nights, so... But that really? means... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. That we means were. one full day that we did yeah. everything, which is, I think, a good amount of time. That's yeah, you, what don't, you, need. you don't need a whole lot of time. On the way the there, you go to the castle, day two, you do your stuff. Yeah. Uh, we got a massage that night at our hotel. Yeah, so what, what was it called again? A shiatsu massage. Yeah, a shiatsu, yeah. So basically the one where they, like, pinpoint all your pressure points, and it's so painful. But uh-huh. apparently I looked it up afterwards, and it's not actually meant to be that painful. It's meant yeah. to be, like, good pain. Mine was not good pain. <laughs> Mine was like, ow, I'm hurting a lot. Yeah, my guy, he, it wasn't too bad, to be honest. It wasn't that painful, but there were some parts that were. Mm. And especially me, like, I can't stand Ellie, like, buzzing me, so I've got, like, this big buzzy thing, which I was, like, you know, really As long as he's buzzing me, he means if I, like, if I cry to, like, give him, like, a... A squeeze on his like waist yeah. he freaks out like. yeah so I was like trying hard not to freak out at him <laughs> see like, all I was thinking when she was doing my neck was I was like oh god at what point do I say okay you're literally about to just like kill yeah. me 
But so they did our whole body. It was really good. I felt really bad because when they arrived, I went and opened the door and they started to greet themselves and I realized I wasn't wearing my face mask. So they were in the middle of talking and I literally ran away. But it's because I was like, oh crap, I need to get my face mask. So I ran and put it on, but they probably thought I was just really rude. Yeah. Also, they didn't know any English. We didn't know any Japanese. So... There was a lot of like, you know, them like repeating the same thing, trying to get us to turn around, get well, us yeah, to like, turn Yeah, like for example, right at the start, you lie on your side. And I don't know how to say side in Japanese. They didn't know how to say it in English. So she had to like demonstrate. And then from there, yeah. I feel like it was kind of okay. Like she would just like move my body mm. for what she needed. But yeah, it was good. It was really <laughs> yeah. good. There, there was one point where the guy was like, <laughs> he was saying something about my shoulders. And um, what he was wanting was me to just lie on my back like just with my arms straight down mm. right but he kept like kind of pointing at my shoulders because he wanted to like square my shoulders and i was like i don't know what you want and i was wearing that coup uh the yukata so i was like oh i get he wants me to like take it off so i was like taking off <laughs> so i was like relieving like revealing my uh my shoulders you know like taking off he's like no, no, no. he was like saying something i was like what and it looked like i was a really nervous amateur porn star like <laughs> off just revealing the shoulders like you know like being real nervous about it and he was like no 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 oh god but yeah we didn't know what we were meant to do we were like man are we meant to take our clothes off or what so i was like fully clothed and wearing my yukata yeah and um they didn't tell us to take the clothes off or anything the, yeah. la- I, the lady spoke a little bit more english so me and her could kind of communicate but there was just that confusion at the start because like i spoke a little bit japanese she spoke a little bit english so we could kind of get by yeah i wasn't too sure about the massage when it was happening but afterwards when we were like walking outside man i felt so good like my back mm. hasn't hadn't felt that good in a long time i was like damn if i got that every night like how much happier would i be yeah because i felt great yeah you were like like at the time saw me hitting and being like oh my god i need to do this once a week this is yeah. so good but yeah that, that was uh that was basically it. and then the next day was our was like our you know going back to tokyo day mm. but in the morning we decided to go to the Singo kuhara uh, Sengoku Hara. Oh, Sengoku Hara, uh, Pampas Grassfields, right? Now, if you look up, like, what to do in Hokone, basically the first, the things that we did the day before, right, the the volcanic stuff, and then, like, actually the shrine, that's basically it. Or Hokone was also famous for having a bajillion museums. That's true, yeah. We didn't go to any of them, but there's a lot of museums. Yeah, and the way in, there's so many science museums. Um, but they're kind of just random museums that it's, like, you wouldn't really go to Hokone for. Like, for example, they had, like, a Venetian... Uh, Venetian glass, glass museum, museum. Which did look pretty like, cool. It had big glass trees outside, and they have a big open-air museum. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't get me wrong, it's pretty cool, but, you know, I can't imagine us going there just for a museum. Yeah. So, but yeah. One um, of the things on the list to do, after all of those things, is the Pampas grass field. Yeah, the grass fields was a thing to do, and it turns out it was right next to our hotel, so we were, mm. like, sweet. Uh, and we wanted to go nice and early, so we had time to do everything there basically mm. it's just a huge uh, grass field uh, at the bottom of this like almost kind of like a mountain range like hilly kind of place with like a lot of tr- trees but there's a clear line between the trees and the grass and when Sony says grass if you don't know what pampas grass is it's like those really tall kind of like firm things they look like feathers yeah it basically looks like a wheat field yeah yeah, no. but like, in fact, more maybe feathery. it is a refill. <laughs> no, 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 it's Pampas grass. Okay. It's more feathery looking. Okay, yeah. But yeah, so like, to give you an idea, it looks pretty cool because it's like this, like, wheat colored, yeah. like beigey, and they're all just like swaying in the wind, looking yeah. all majestic. So there's this really nice pathway through it. Um, you walk to the top, 
There are really, signs nice. everywhere being like, beware of the wild boars. So yeah. I was a little bit anxious. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest with you, like, it was nice, but I don't understand why it was so highly rated. Yeah. On all the websites. It's like, oh man, you got to go there. And then when you're there, you're like, it's grass. It's... And it's a short walk. It's yeah, it's like you go short. to the top and then yeah. you go back down. And yeah. if you weren't, we were stopping to like take photos and stuff. But if you just went up and down, it would take like 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah, if that. <laughs> And uh, there's, so it's a dead end at the top. And we thought, oh, man, maybe, maybe like, you know, there's a reason why there's a dead end. Maybe a landslide had happened one day or something, mm-hmm. and then they had to, like, stop the path. But I looked it up. Nope, the dead end's always been there. It's always it, been but there. But it's, like, it's a really That's sudden dead end. You get yeah. to the top, and then there's just, like, it's blocked off with, like, big plastic things. Yeah. So, I mean, based on the photos that I looked at, right, so we went early autumn. Mm. If you go mid-autumn to late autumn... It, it would look a lot better because the grass is like golden. Yeah. You know, it looks, it's, it's like golden grass. When we were there, it was still kind of green. So, yeah, the, so, so the, the color wasn't fully there yet. The ends of the pampas grass, like the part that looks like the feather, wasn't as like big. Yeah. But I feel like normally, like, I feel like you, you, you would have seen them in like people's houses. They have like a vase with some of the grass sticking out of it. Right, yeah. And it's like one of those permanent, like. Mm they're dried so they just stay there forever yeah so it looks like cool because it's like that everywhere yeah but if you're in hokone and you don't have much time and you're like god damn it we're not gonna be able to make it to the pampas grass fields don't worry about it yeah it's a grass field yeah it's yeah and like yeah i mean even the path is a straight path you know it's not it's not like windy and it's gravel i slipped over i hurt myself (laughs) i've still got like i'm kind of anxious because like i think like a piece of gravel or something it like stabbed directly into my like uh paw yeah so it looked like a perfect like puncture <laughs> into my like leg and it's still like a little bit of like a i don't know it looks like an itchy bite that i just got but it's still there so i'm yeah, like yeah i think something's point, gonna something's gonna hatch eat don't say leg that because that's <laughs> genuinely my fear i'm like at what point do i like get concerned that i still haven't healed from this injury Hmm. And there I keep were a on, lot of like, butterflies there. Do butterflies sometimes oh, sorry, lay their don't, eggs? And don't do put that thought on here. But yeah, sometimes it's really itchy and I'll itch it without thinking and then it starts bleeding. So I'm a little yeah. bit worried that I'm going to die. So mm. yeah, that wasn't fun. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that was that was it for Hakone. That was the end yeah, of the trip, right? We came back the next day. All right. Yeah. See you later, guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.